Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenz is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenz. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Yes, g'day. Welcome to the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast as we bounce back from a huge night at the Meadows with the Australian Cup and the Superstars. Two wonderful races. They were made even better by the fact that we had uh, both of the winners, uh, Lala Kiwi with Corey Heinrich handling and also Mapunga Ruby trained by Jeff Britton. Both of those uh, lovely people were on the uh, the podcast last week giving the inside info and both of them won. So we'll, we'll claim those two group ones as our own. And, and just to kick off the show as well, I'd just like to give my thoughts to uh, to those in the communities well north of, of Victoria who are doing it really, really tough with these floods. We've, we've all seen some of the photos and, and, and in particular the, the racing family as well up there. We've seen some of the photos of the tracks where winning posts are, are almost underwater and it's just... It's so sad and, and it's so hard to see. And, and as a Greyhound Racing family, we're, we're all pretty close and we love to look after each other. So our thoughts are 110% with those who are, who are doing it really tough in, in this great country further north. So we, we wish you well and we might even try and get in touch with a few people next week, hopefully when things start to settle down and, and, and head on the improve as well and, and, and touch base with a couple of people up there um, with those tracks and, and hopefully, you know, the, the recovery, I guess, that, that's going to take some time because it is a, an extraordinary event and a very sad one at that. Hey, we'll turn our attention now to the review from last week. Run of the week. Well, it's pretty rare on run of the week that my arms are twisted or my hands are tied, but um, I've actually had a, a greyhound trainer approach me and he said, James, this run was huge. It's one of my greyhounds. I think it should be run of the week. And then as I've assessed the form, I thought, look, you're probably right, Lockie Scott. <laughs> he had a brilliant win with Houdat Diva, who not only did we get behind it because we spoke to Lockie a few weeks ago and he said this greyhound's coming back well, but we tipped her last week at a good price and, and this is how she got the business done at Sandown over the 700 metres last Thursday night. 7.15 the trip, they're ready. Racing, beginning well out deep was Houdat Diva. Good speed from Astonel for the reserve is driving up along with Jezza Benton. They share the lead onto the first turn. Through into third major giblet from Venus Lights in. Who that diva staying strong? Well back flaming rush and not happening last. Around to go Aston Alpha cuts them out of the straight. Two clear. Jezebint's in second. Major Giblet went over heels and collided with Venus Light, who's on the improve from Hoonat Diva and Stay Strong. Next, the inside not happening. Still Flaming Rush with them all to pass. And still Aston Alpha, the one to catch. Out by two on Venus Light. Hoonat Diva starting to wind up. Gets onto their heels. Comes out wide now. A line of three on turning. Aston Alpha, Venus Light. Hoonat Diva. Hoonat Diva coming home the best one at a length. Storms home. Hoonat Diva over the top. A powerful little win that one. And it was a good watch as well for the Green Light on Premier Racing Podcasters who, who no doubt would have been on that and I was uh, I was actually uh, hit up by a few of the uh, the loyal followers of the show who had taken a couple of punts last Thursday night and done well so we appreciate the support on the podcast and hopefully we continue to tip a few winners. I know the Meadows Saturday night was pretty good. I think we tipped 7 of the 10 we nailed the big ones and uh, it's always nice uh, when we are hitting them, hitting them well but that can change very quickly so gamble responsibly that is for sure so let's now turn our attention to to Greyhound Racing at Sandown Park tomorrow night. Thursday's preview. 
Thursday night racing at headquarters in Melbourne, Sandown Park. A nice 12-race program. Let's go through and, and pick a couple of winners. Race number one, I've gone with the five, Kalinda Lady. She did a satisfactory trial here uh, on Sunday. Very, very fast run. I think they clocked her around about 29.3. So if she runs up to that, clearly hard to beat race one, number five. Race number two, I'm going with four, Extreme Jewel. She was a big run last week, held up, checked out of the race and and really did hit the line hard. So I think with a bit of luck, the right type of run, she can go well. We're going to have uh, James Shaw on the podcast at the end as well. He's got four runners engaged, so it might be worth tuning into that to get some inside info. Race three, well, it's hard to go past number one. Amron Boy, two starts, both breathtaking, and last start out of this world. 29.07 he recorded, looks the real deal, looks hard to beat from the rail. Race four, I'm going with two Aston Tango. He got the right run. He was probably, I guess he was a little bit lucky in the sense that after missing the kick on Saturday night, the five crossed him and, and then took out a few runners on the inside, crashing for the rail, and it created space for Aston Tango to accelerate. But I'm tipping he's going to begin a lot better here. So we'll go with number two. But I think the price is slightly short considering... He may need a little bit of luck with that class out wide. Race five, I'm going to make this one of my better bets of the night, Xavier Bale. Obviously needing to beat Orchestrate, who's first up from Queensland, but I think Xavier Bale's a, a big show, drawn box number two. Uh, desperate for the inside, unlucky in at least the last three or four, so could be the, the sharp improver. Race six, number two, Paddy wants Pats. Hard to go past him. He drops after a second in the Oz Cup Saturday night. It was an enormous run. There's no reason why he can't win this drawn nicely in box number two. Race seven, the red leads Tinsley Bale. So I'm going to go with number two, I'm back. I think is a really good each-way chance. Just needs to push through to leaders back. If I'm back can do that, I think this Greyhound can be back with a win from box number two at an each-way price. It is a good race, though. The likes of Varden Bale, Thunder Tears, Lucy's Villa. There are chances left, right and centre. Race eight, we're going with the pink here, Kalinda Patty. Again, needs a little bit of luck getting over, but the way she hit the line last time behind Jarek Bale was enormous, and, and there's no Jarek Bale in this mix, four and five. So number eight on top, Kalinda Patty. Race number nine, I'm going with the pink Amlin Emperor, the run of the week from last week. And when they're the run of the week the week before, they always come out and go well the next week. So race nine, number eight, Amlin Emperor on top. Race 10, thought this was a tough race. Uh, I'm tipping the two Madame Maximus on top. Whether or not she's flying at the moment, I'm not sure. I think she can go a little bit quicker than what she has been, but she was crowded uh, pretty much as soon as she jumped last week. Never got the chance to accelerate. Therefore, I think she's drawn better in two with a, a fast beginner in one. If she can lob leaders back, she can be there at the finish. Race 11, I'm, I'm tipping number two, Weblek Ranger here. Uh, I just think it's going to get a good run, but I, I found it really hard to separate Weblek Ranger and Bearish. They... They both, if they get it right, can really run. And so can the four enemy within. Numerology's drawn well off the inside. So it's a tricky race, but I'm going to slightly lean to the two. Keep a close eye on the three bearish. And race 12 to, to round out the night. We're going to go with number two here extremely. Um, I think it can just go a little bit quicker than it has the last few. Drawn nicely near the rail. It's not the, the strongest race on paper and we will uh, we will have a chat to uh, to James Shaw as well. He's got Mapunga Grace here and there's some market support for the pink early when we record this podcast. So keep an eye on that race 12, number 8. We'll chat to Jimmy Shaw in a moment. Inside Info 
inside info segment time now. And we, we might get confused with Team Daly and, and Team James Shaw at the moment. He's got that many runners at Sandown Park. So we've welcomed him to inside info. How are you, Shorey? Yeah, good. Thanks, James. How are you? Good, mate. Before we get on to the, the talk of greyhounds, you've got a, a love of golf, I hear. What, what do you love about golf? Oh, I used to have a love of golf before I started training for my, uh, on my own. I've played three times since I've been out here. So, so you're not getting uh, enough. You're not getting enough golfing. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I just want to continue the the love story that is James Shaw and Molly Shaw because we had Molly on the show for the Australian Cup edition last week. And for those who are tuning in that don't know, Molly's uh, husband is the man I'm talking to right now, James. And uh, she was sort of reminiscing last week. I'm not sure if you tuned into the episode, but uh, going back about, what is it, six or seven years and Zellamar Fevers over at uh, the Meadows winning a Group 1 and you've made your way over from New Zealand, the, the Kiwi who's got lost, and, and you've ended up in love. Can you can you tell us about that from uh, from your side? Uh, uh, yeah. Not much to say, really. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't what I was expecting, James. I've got you here, haven't I? Yeah, I think uh, we, we, we uh, probably started things off with um, oh, they had Hotty uh, Go Seek in WA and that night at Tim Lee, she actually fell at the Meadows and I let her know a couple of weeks later that she'd, um, she'd come out and won her first up after the fall and um, one thing led to another. We ended up, she used to keep me awake on the drive home from Warnable because of the time zone in WA and and um, so yeah, enough, didn't you? And and what I've heard, James, I'm not sure if this is true, but you one day just uh, just showed up at Cannington when Molly was handling dogs, and that was what really swept her off her feet. Uh, it was planned. But I've been to India and I was flying back to Victoria via Perth, and um, and I did. You knew I was coming, but I did appear. Just on the side of the track after the um, was the national that year, and um, she didn't recognise me <laughs> after that. After three weeks backpacking through India, she didn't recognise me. So. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, hey, things have things have got better from that day on, haven't they? Yes, I think so. <laughs> no, yeah, it's good to hear, mate. Hey, let, let's get serious. Let's get chatting Greyhound Racing tomorrow at Sandown Park. You've got four runners. We're just going to go through runner by runner and have a, a quick chat on how you think they're trekking and, and what do you think their chances are, starting with race two, box number one, seven ounce. How do you think the, the red's going to suit? And, and it looks a tough race on paper. Yeah, uh, she's probably out of a dip, to be honest, but um, uh, she's probably better suited to the 500-meter journey than... Going around the bush and yeah, she's drawn inside. I'm wrapped to, to draw close to the fence. She's just she'll just keep railing away around and yeah, a couple of looks there now. So we'll just we'll hope for a placing. You'll be sitting around a while. Race two goes at seven nineteen. Your next runner's at four past ten. Is the plan to to nick out to the bistro and have some dinner, or what are you going to do with two and a half hours up your sleeve? Uh, we'll have, yeah, we'll grab some day. Couple of beers, and then I'll go have a sleep in the car. Hopefully, <laughs> been the plan the last couple of weeks. There, 
Oh, you've got it worked out. Hey, race 10, Crabby Yabby. This is a, a pretty promising greyhound, I feel. One well two starts ago um, up at Shepparton. And the run last start, although she got beaten, I feel it was almost the run of her career. She was beaten two and a half lengths by Jungle Panther at Shep. The time was good. And look, she's she's a greyhound that I really like. And four starts ago at Sandown, she, she fell, but she was bursting through the gap. And I think if she got through, she would have won that night. This might be a harder field, but... She has to be some chance at odds. Yeah, I'm I'm just desperate to win a city race with her. Um, Aren't we all? She, I think it was just yeah, <laughs> it would just take a, probably take a good box. She's, when I broke her and I, was, I said she's going to, she would pick the jump one and four, um, so that takes out you know just increases the amount of luck you need. Um, you know, that one time she does jump, you've got to hope nothing's strong sitting behind her because she isn't strong. But she again, she's a mad railer and um, she can get around that first corner and first or second. She should be should be running the place, I reckon. Yeah, it was a good run last start. She's uh, she's just got to overcome that draw, doesn't she? But we're looking at a at a double figure price according to the watchdog. Race eleven, you're back up with numerology here. Hopefully by this time, Jimmy, you've you've woken up, mate, from the the nap in the car. Race eleven, box one, and another one that's just progressing nicely by Slinky Inky, who you said was a a greyhound you raced a while ago for memory. She was a bit of a strange old dog, but she's she's thrown a couple of nice pups here. Yeah, he's the he's the pick of the litter. Um... He's, although five hundred is probably the top of his range at the moment. Um, again, another good railing type. Rack to get box one, um, but he's not quickest to begin. So he sh- if he gets a bit of room, he, he will drive around that first corner, and he has a great little chaser. So hopefully, pick up another placement. Race 12, this might be the one that you, you knock up the, the win, I think. That's what the punters are expecting. Mapunga Grace, drawn box number eight. It's, look, I think fair to say not the, the, the strongest race of the of the night um, and of, of the races that you're probably contesting, but th- this Greyhound's just hitting a nice amount of form. One really well at Bendigo five starts ago, 28.04. That's well and truly quick enough to then go and win in town. Uh, last start was ran down over the 500, but then had that form at Shepherd and behind some some pretty good types, Windy Storm and, and Jungle Panther. What do, what do you say about Mapunga Grace? Do you, do you steer us in that direction as her being the best of your chances tomorrow night? Uh, probably not, no. no? Um, for whatever reason, she just really struggles to um, to get around town. Um, she doesn't seem to jump as well at Meadows or Sandown. She uh, runs wide, which doesn't help. Um, and 500 is the top of her range as well. Um, but she is she's a bit of a wide runner in box eight. She should get plenty of clear room. It's just whether she wants to wants to cross them at the first corner or is able to cross them at the first corner because she will need to lead. All of the yeah. all of the punters, Jimmy, that have uh, have jumped on early and got the good price, they're they're going to be tuning into this podcast just absolutely shattered right now. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, if I'm taking three, I might as well take four. <laughs> so she's just going <laughs> along for the ride. So we'll we'll put a line through her as maybe not one we should tip uh, tip for the program, that's for sure. But of the other three, which would you say is the best hope? Is it Crabby Yabby if she can step, as you say, one in four, she comes out? Can that be tomorrow night? Uh, Numerology is probably my, my most likely chance of a place, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's got the ability to 
he does have great acceleration. He can burst through that first corner, and he won't be afraid to push through. Um, yeah, we'll just we'll just hope that we'll pray that Crabby Abbey jumps. Yep. Nah, it sounds like a plan, mate. Well, I reckon we play numerology to run a place, race 11, number one. That sounds like a, a pretty fair plan to me. Hey, just before we let you go, James, the, the the change from going from Greyhound Racing in New Zealand to coming across to Australia, you worked for Jeff Britton for a while. You must have gained so much experience there. And, you know, what what did you make of your time working for, for Jeff and Ange here in Melbourne? Uh, you know, Really good apprenticeship I did, I suppose. Um, yeah, eight years there, and you know, you probably can't probably close to what a thousand dogs I've probably seen go through their their main race shed um, over the time there. So you learn. I probably learned more than I've probably forgotten more than I've learned. You know, um, <laughs> the different injuries, the different illnesses that come through, that um, the different programs you can set up for a dog. Um, yeah, and just, yeah, no, the, the experience is invaluable. And and the difference between greyhound racing in New Zealand to, to Victoria, would you say there's any dramatic difference, or is it the? I guess it's the same basics, but is there is there much difference you've noticed? Uh, the grading system in New Zealand, I reckon, is a lot a lot better. Um, your good dogs still can't against your ordinary dogs early on, but they find their grade. Before we let you go, when are you next getting out for a hit of golf, and what would you score? I played Lee and Gatter two or three weeks back and I hit the ball really well actually except I lost about six balls um, the tricky weed course if you've never played there before um, when I'm a neck oh, I can't really tell you in the foreseeable future but hopefully <laughs> game with you sometime going yeah, mate, sounds like a, a pretty good plan to me. And the one thing I liked, you mustn't be hitting him too well so I will take you on because you never told us what your score uh, what a wood score. Losing six balls, it can't be good. <laughs> uh, uh, I think it was around 90. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. It was, uh, the rest of the time, I was it pretty well. Absolutely fantastic to have James Shaw on the show and not only to chat about greyhound racing, but uh, to chat about uh, golf and the love story that continues with uh, with his wife and, and better half, Molly Shaw. So great to have James on. We wish him well with four runners in tomorrow night at Sandown Park. Again, that wraps up a slightly longer episode of the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast for Thursday, the 3rd of March, meeting at Sandown Park. Hope you've enjoyed it. If you want to know more about Greyhound Racing, you can jump on the website, grv.org.au, or follow them on the socials. Jump on Instagram and search for Greyhound Racing Victoria. That's all for now, folks. We'll chat to you for the Saturday night preview in a couple of days.